So my boyfriend was gay. Not something every girl wants to say in her lifetime, but um, in this tragic time for me, I luckily had a friend, let's call him Logan, who was uh, by my side and giving me plenty of male attention and comforting me when all I was spewing out was inner turmoil. And um, we engaged in a mild flirtation at the end of this relationship for me. And um, we became really good friends. But like most people in this situation engaging in mild flirtation with friends, somebody wanted more and it wasn't me. And I tried to put it forward that I was just not ready, but it wasn't getting through. So I had to be blunt and it went something like, I love him and I like you, so I'm sorry. <laughs> that didn't go over so well and um, we decided to take a small break and over the course of our friendship I'd accumulated some items, like little things that he had made for me and just things that meant more to the receiver than the giver. And I got uh, an email out of the blue, basically demanding me to return these items that are very important. So I was thinking the audacity of this guy who, I can't believe he's doing this. So he lives five minutes down the road from me, really? <laughs> so I thought it would send a pretty clear message at the time to just put it all in a box, send it back, not acknowledge his drama-provoking email at all. Done. So I was venting later on to a friend of mine, let's call her Carol, and um, I was giving her perspective into my situation, uh, maybe a little more than I gave you, but uh, <laughs> she is somebody that I've always looked up to, I've taken advice from, learned all kinds of lessons from, I mean, the ultimate feminist, <laughs> for sure, and so she, she was kind of confused by my story, and she said, you th think that that taught somebody a lesson? She's like, there's this thing that I need to explain to you, it's called comeuppance, and it's a word I'd never heard, <laughs> so she had to elaborate. And basically what <clears throat> Carol said to me was, sometimes in life, you have to be the teacher, and you're gonna have to teach these guys a lesson. And if you don't, they're just gonna keep going through life, making the same mistakes, and all of you ladies are gonna have to be on the bad side of that deal. So um, she said, I was in the right for sending his things, but I should have sent a little something extra. And she said, you should have sent a fish with that box of things. Get it with a fish. So um, I'm imagining him opening this box and how funny that would have been if I had done it. I had missed my opportunity, and these opportunities don't come up too often. So I marinated with that for a while. About a year later, I found myself in Alaska for the first time, and like any good visitor from the lower 48, I didn't have a car, so I was rollerblading around town from place to place. I mean, that's normal, right? And um, I get a call from my friend Carol, and she's devastated that this gentleman uh, just 
did something terrible. And we all, ladies, we have the one guy, at least, that's always remembered. Like, we can compare things to, like, he's the guy that luckily got away, <laughs> that uh, we have less fortunate memories with. And you just gotta trust me, this guy is a jerk. So I asked Carol, what are you gonna do about this guy? And she's like, nothing, I don't know. And I remembered what she taught me back in the day. So on my rollerblades, I could easily make it to an Asian market. And I'm like, Carol, I think he needs to get it with a fish. You know what we have got to do. And after some convincing, she agreed, but only one con under one condition. Uh, it had to be a cowardly fish that I sent. So um, I'm thinking a, a guppy for a yuppie, a cod for a fraud, you know what I'm saying? So I make it to the Asian market and I'm scouting for a fish, the perfect one. I'm looking for a fish that's never been touched with a knife. One that has a face and all the appendages, and so there's no mistake no matter how bad it gets. So, uh, I find a fish, it's about the size of my hand, and I uh, ask the cashier if I can cut open that freeze-tight bag and wrap that fish in a plastic bag loosely. I didn't want things to get too messy, you know what I'm saying? So then I make it right around the corner to the post office, and I'm so excited. I'm like, this is what I was made to do. I was born for this moment. And no line at the post office. I'm in the clear. Things are good. I get it in a priority mail envelope and walking over. And, or no, actually, I was rolling over. <laughs> True. <laughs> and I kid you not, when the lady at the post office asked me, is this liquid hazardous or... Um, what do they say? Liquid, perishable, or potentially hazardous? I was like, ha ha. Um, no, no, everything's cool. It's legitimate. And she's like, why is this, why is this cold? Because the fish was a frozen fish, you know? And I, my heart sinks into my stomach, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to get away with this. And man, Carol's going to be disappointed. And uh, I guess I'm not going to get the comeuppance after all again. And so I, I quickly make up this story. And those of you who know me, I can, like, make up a story pretty quick. <laughs> and so I make up the story about, oh, you know, my dad has all these artifacts. And, you know, there one in particular is this totem that it's, the story is just superstitious, creep me out, and I keep it in the freezer. And I'm, <laughs> I'm going to make sure he gets that totem back today. <laughs> and she was like, oh, man. I love stories. What was the story that creeped you out? And I'm like, lady, you're killing me. Like, I actually have to be somewhere. And um, I told her I was really uncomfortable and I didn't really want to tell her the story. So she was like, oh, embarrassed. And oh, it, it's fine, it's fine. I'll just push this on through. And my package went through and I was so excited. Um, I roll out of there, super accomplished, feeling really good. I finally got a little taste of what it feels like to be on the dealing end of comeuppance. And later on, um, maybe three or four days later, priority mail, um, I hear back that this old so-and-so did, in fact, receive my package 
um, he thought it was a little bit of a death threat and was really concerned. <laughs> so, and I've never met this person before, which was really funny, but um, I'm glad I could be there for my friend Carol. And boys, you better be careful because you might just get it with a fish.